Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Bloom Podcast. If you are new, then welcome. I am your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves. If you're returning, then hey, it's so happy to have you, and I am so excited to go over this episode with you. I hope you all enjoy this topic as we have been covering how to get your needs met without resorting to selfish energy. So the key thing to note is that we all have personal needs. You have personal needs. I have personal needs. Everybody has personal needs. And it is our responsibility and our obligation to fulfill those needs within ourselves first. The problem comes in with selfishness is when we neglect our needs, but those needs still have to be met some way. And we rely on or expect for others to get those needs met. We push our needs onto others because we're not taking responsibility in some area of our life. That's when we start to become selfish. So I want to go over how to get your needs met in a relationship because as we all know, there is so much importance to having relationships with others, maintaining healthy relationships. And let's be honest, we're not meant to go through life completely alone. If we were, then we'd be the only people that existed. We'd be only a person of one in this whole world. And that's just unrealistic. So we have to make sure that we are able to still meet our relationship needs. Now your personal needs and your relationship needs do vary. They are different, but in actuality, it's really more of amplifying your personal needs and how they relate to another person. So first we want to begin with awareness. And this starts off with making sure that you truly know your personal needs. We all have different needs, but as a whole, We're all going to have similar needs where we need to feel secure. We need to feel variety. We need to feel significant. And then we need to feel that love and connection. And this is where this area is really meant to shine because it's really hard to feel that love and connection with only within yourself. Of course, I have self-love. You can do that. But to feel that connection is when we want to focus more on the relationship portion but we have to understand that we all have boundaries so definitely be sure to listen to the previous episode about getting your needs met so that you can make sure that you go through and analyze what are your personal needs how are you getting them met what's blocking you from getting your needs met take it some time to truly understand that first before setting all these expectations onto another person. So always remember that your personal needs still need to have boundaries and protection in any relationship. It is important and imperative that you set proper boundaries. So this is the part where It's not so much two becomes one and what I do, you do, and we're all together and it's all one. No, that's when we become responsible for what somebody else is capable of doing for themselves. Sometimes it's nice to do extra things for another person, but at the end of the day, it's your responsibility and it is their responsibility to reach their personal needs, i.e. making sure their health is taken care of. So You have to make sure you have time for yourself to exercise. You have to make sure that you have the right income and resources to make sure you can afford the healthy foods that you need. 
All of that is your right. That is your responsibility and your obligation. You can't jump into someone else's body and start working out for them. They have to do that. So that is where the boundaries area comes into play. Of course, you all can do things together, which is always a nice benefit when everybody's getting their needs done at the same time. That's great. But at the end of the day, you should not be dipping down or taking away from your own personal needs and neither should the other person. So now I want to ask you a few questions. What are things that you need help with because you can't get them done yourself due to lack of knowledge, time, or physical capabilities? What do you need help with? And now we want to take note of who is the best person to assist you with that? Now, this is really important because sometimes we can push a lot of responsibility on our partner when they're not even the best person to even handle that. So let's say you're trying to run a business and you need help. So you just put it all on your partner. Hey, honey, I'm trying to make my business happen. We're in this relationship together. I need you to focus on marketing. Okay, maybe your partner has no idea how to do marketing and they have no interest in marketing. Now that requires for them to put in more time and that pulls away from their own personal needs. So it's about maintaining that understanding to not impose certain responsibilities that may not even be in the realm of what your partner can provide. Now, if your partner is well-versed in an area that you need help in, if they're an expert, whatever that you need help with and you have questions for, by all means, then definitely consult with them because they're going to be able to provide you with the right information. So that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people tend to do is that they see that partner as, well, you know what? You agreed to this relationship. You're in it with me. I need you to do X, Y, and Z. That is not always the case. It's important to consult with the best person that can assist you with that. So next up, I want to cover what are your relationship needs? What is needed for you to feel loved and respected and adored and appreciated in a relationship? What is your love language? So this is not your personal needs getting met in a relationship. These are relationship needs getting met in a relationship. And it's really important to know yourself, take time with yourself to understand what that is. Because if you don't, you're going to go around and around in circles of being with the wrong people and creating a lot of frustration and miscommunication because you don't really know what your relationship needs are. Then I want to ask you, what do you have to give to a relationship? What is it that you bring to the relationship? What do you have time to offer? Do you have time to offer to a relationship? Knowing all of the commitments and the responsibilities that you have, do you have time to be able to give to a relationship? Keeping in mind of what your responsibilities are. You see, now we begin to see relationships in a greater light because a lot of times we think, 
oh my gosh, I don't have time for a relationship. I don't have the energy for a relationship because you're thinking that you need to assume the personal needs of another person. And that is where we go wrong. But in general, knowing all of what you have to accomplish, if you have committed to making your dreams and goals happen, if you're committed to making sure that you're committed to getting yourself in a healthy state, this may require a little bit more time from you right now. And maybe later when things begin to come into balance and things begin to have a nice consistent flow, that's when we can add a little bit more of what we can bring to another relationship. Now, this isn't something that you necessarily even have to consciously do. Take a note of your personality and what you already naturally do. You should not add more activity of what you already are doing naturally to a relationship. Again, a relationship should amplify and create volume within the relationship you have with yourself. So if you are already a naturally nurturing, caring type of person, you like to you like to pamper, you like to tend to someone's needs. This is something you already naturally do. So that's something that you can write down is that, well, I'm very nurturing and I know that I have that capacity. My heart is very big. I can fully give myself in a caring way without it really depleting me because it's a part of my nature. If you are a very funny person, then you know, you know what? I can amplify another person's joy because I know I'm a very humorous person. I'm very light. I'm playful. All of these kinds of things. If you are a very health conscious person, then you know that, well, you know what? I'm very healthy. So I can always provide great insight about what's healthy to another person without taking away from another person. So that is what I want you to take note of when it comes down to what can you give to a relationship. And this really means what can you share about yourself in a relationship. These things are a part of your conscious agreement. So when you're going into a relationship with a new person, this is something you know that these are the things that you're going to share with the other person that you're with. It's not something extra that you're doing. You're not having to say, well, um, I don't know how to cook. I don't even like cooking. I only like eating out. But I guess in a relationship, if that's what you like, I can learn how to cook and make all the meals that you like to eat because your mom makes them and that's what you like and I like you so I guess that's something that I have to do. No, 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 no. If you enjoy cooking, if this is something you do for yourself naturally, then yes. You know what? I enjoy cooking. I love to cook and this is something that I can also share about myself in a relationship. So view it not so much. I know I said like, you know, what do you have to bring to the table? But I really mean it in the sense of what about you are you willing to share with another person? Okay, that is what you are bringing to the relationship. And that person should be so fulfilled within themselves that they can share other things about themselves in a relationship. Maybe you enjoy eating. Maybe that person enjoys cooking. 
bada boom bada bing now we got some flow going on here okay <laughs> they're not losing anything by cooking and you're definitely not losing anything by eating <laughs> so it's a win-win it should always be a win-win it should not be a win-lose so now that we've gone over just the first foundation of really understanding needs in a relationship let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this message look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, Love Tribe, welcome back. And now we're going to finish talking about how to get your needs met in a relationship. We already covered having that awareness of your own personal needs and knowing what you need in a relationship and how you feel loved in a relationship, your relationship needs. Okay, so the next thing to do is to communicate. We have to be able to communicate. It's the biggest thing in a relationship. And sometimes we focus on, well, just communicate what you're feeling, what you're thinking, you know, all this kind of stuff. But that's very true. But we want to make sure that we're actually able to communicate up front in the very beginning what our needs and expectations are. This means explaining what is your love language and how do you need to feel in a relationship in order to thrive? Everybody views relationships in a different way. At the basis, we all want to feel that love and you know peace and affection in a relationship. However, sometimes others need different things. So if you're a person that loves passionate people, they love passion, they love that drive in a relationship, then you know that that is something that you are not willing to compromise on. You're not going to settle for just a bare minimum back to basics type of relationship. If you know that you need security and you need that stability that's more important than passion and drive and romance. That is something that you need to communicate. You need to feel consistency. You need to feel commitment and stability in order to succeed in a relationship. That's something that you need. And that is what you communicate upfront with the other person. The other way to communicate with another person is by showing what you like by providing that for yourself. So if you like flowers, then provide flowers for yourself. If you like to travel, then take trips for yourself. Even if it's a small road trip to a new city, just showing that you enjoy trips. If you like to be pampered, if you like to have the luxurious things in life, then make sure you're pampering yourself. You're taking time out for yourself to make sure that you're pampered or you go to a spa or you set money aside to get a massage every once in a while. So we have to make sure that we are not just 
having our things we wish we had in a relationship, but we don't actually do it for ourselves. But then we're upset when another person doesn't do it. We have to understand that the partner you're with has had experiences or lack of experiences in relationships. And everyone has different styles. And we aren't always sure how their last relationships went. So the fastest way to show your needs is to give examples. No one wants to be in the wrong when it comes to not loving you in the right way. Nobody wants to purposely not meet your needs. It's just maybe they don't know how to meet your needs. A lot of women do this. I know, ladies. (laughs) And I know some men are starting to get to this point, too, where Maybe you've been in so many relationships and you've gotten used to certain things or maybe you've set so many standards and expectations for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. What is wrong is when you expect all of those things to be met and you don't communicate them. And then you utilize this as some type of basis or determining factor to say, nope, this is the wrong person. And that person didn't really know. They weren't really aware of what your needs are. Now, if you express your needs, you show what you need, you communicate that, you've already gone through that, you've shared with them what you like, what you don't like, and they still are not able to meet those needs, then that's different. But just to go into a relationship, you're not saying anything, you're not showing examples, you're not communicating anything of what you actually need, but then you expect the other person to just magically know That is unhealthy and you are going to miss out on what a relationship is really supposed to be about. Do not make love a game, okay? This is supposed to be a great experience for everyone involved. This is supposed to add more value to your life. This is going to amplify your life right now. This is not something to just test people on. Trust me, I can speak on that with certainty because I used to be one of those people just because I really didn't know. I really didn't have any sense of awareness of of what relationships were supposed to be. And I would find myself getting really, really frustrated and annoyed because they didn't know how to love me the way I wanted to be loved. But I also was not showing that. I wasn't communicating that. I was just like, why can't you do this? Why don't you know how to do this? That other person knew how to do this. And we have to make sure we're not comparing our relationships to say, well, this person did it last time. Why aren't you doing it again? We don't know what another person went through. Another person that they may have been in a relationship with hated flowers. I know there's a lot of women out there that really don't like getting flowers. They don't really see the value in it. And if they're told, I don't like flowers, don't give me flowers. And that is their relationship. Maybe they've been with that person for a couple of years. They get out of the relationship. Now they're meeting you and you're like, well, where are my flowers? Okay, They didn't even know that you liked that. They might have gotten so used to seeing someone that hated flowers that maybe it really was not intentional that they didn't get you flowers. They just didn't know. So it's your responsibility to communicate what you like and what you don't like. Show appreciation for what you love when they provide that for you from your partner. If they provide you with something that you like, don't just not give a reaction or response. Share with them. I really appreciate this. Oh my gosh, thank you. Wow, I love this. Thank you so, so much. When you show that appreciation, that lets them know, okay, this is what they like. I'm doing a good job. 
And that goes for men as well. Share with the person that you're with. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Because if we don't receive that feedback or that appreciation that that is something you liked, we're not going to keep doing it. Okay, that's just human nature. On the flip side of that is your responsibility to give that feedback of when you don't like something in a loving way, of course. So that is to provide clarity. Don't look at it as a form of now I'm going to discipline you because you didn't do what I want you to do. You didn't give me what I wanted. Provide clarity. They don't know. Okay. (laughs) Provide that clarity to say, oh, okay, I really appreciate that, but that's not really my style. This is what I really like. Thank you, but that's not something I'm really interested in. Or, oh, no, I really don't like that. Please don't do that again. This is why. And give reasons why. This is why I don't like this. Now, if someone's not respecting that, if they're disrespecting your boundaries, that's when you know that maybe this is just not the right person for you. The next thing to note is to be open. So you only know what your relationship needs are based on experience, possibly from lack or receiving. So this is the time to be open to seeing how someone could provide different experiences for you. So if you have your current partner that you've been with for some time, ask them, hey, is there anything new or different that you would like to do or try? And ask them to take the lead. Okay, don't just assume responsibility because again, only they know what's different and what's new that they want. So you don't really know what that really is. So don't assume responsibility just yet. Ask them to take lead and then see if that's something that, hey, okay, let's try it. And if you don't like it, then you don't like it and that's okay. And if you do like it, then hey, guess what? You just learned something new that you like in your relationships. So if it is a new person, then definitely give them the opportunity to share what they enjoy in relationship. Maybe they learned something from a previous partner that you might like too. Or maybe they have something about themselves that they might suppress. They may not share it. Maybe they don't feel comfortable with sharing it because you might be over demanding. So make sure that we're giving that partner enough room and the opportunity to share themselves and be open instead of cutting them off or blocking them because that can really limit us from getting needs met that we didn't even know we needed. The next step is to be aware. So sometimes in a relationship with others, there may be some bad emotional baggage or unhealed wounds. And if that person isn't aware of how it's affecting you, then It is your obligation and responsibility to shed light on that and give feedback on how they are harming you in some way. If this repeats or maybe it's a major red flag to you, then it's time for you to check out because it's the wrong person at the wrong time. Do not try to get the needs met of the overall relationship by assuming responsibility for their emotional needs because they haven't done the inner work. They are responsible for doing the inner work. You cannot jump in and go back in time and go back to their past traumas and do some reconditioning and fix everything. That is their responsibility, just as much as it is your responsibility to take care of your own inner work, okay? Because when we place 
that emotional burden on another person. It shows that we haven't taken responsibility. We haven't owned our own power. We haven't taken control of our lives. And that's not really fair to the other person. That's when we start to become more selfish. So many times when people have deep emotional wounds, they will attach their identity to it and make their partners responsible for comforting their wounds. But it is their responsibility to heal those emotional wounds through self-love, self-management, therapy, and counseling. If we are too ingrained in our emotional wounds, this will really drain the needs of everyone involved because it creates a heavy imbalance and it doesn't allow for the other person to get their needs met. The next step to cover is to honor your emotions. Now, our emotions are guides, and although they may fluctuate, if you feel negative emotions or feel unsettled around a certain individual consistently, then it is not the relationship for you because somewhere in it, you aren't getting your relationship needs met or you are depleting your personal needs. Be true and authentic and don't compromise on your needs. You can compromise on unnecessary wants that are nice to have, such as superficial things to you. Keyword to you. We all have different definitions of what is superficial to us, so it's important to know how you define it personally. One may think that if you want someone who is financially secure that it's superficial, because maybe they don't need someone to have that in a relationship. However, if you want to maintain a certain lifestyle to get your personal needs met, you want to make sure that your partner is financially responsible so it doesn't take away from you and you're only increasing and adding value to each other's life. The next step is to sacrifice wisely. By no means should you sacrifice yourself for another person. The trade-off is never worth it. Sacrifice in ways that contribute to the highest good of the relationship. Sacrifice connections that meddle and negatively harm your relationship that you value. You can do this by altering the way that you engage with others. This doesn't always necessarily mean just cutting them off and just never talking to them again. I don't think that's healthy either, unless it's really a harmful negative connection but if it's just affecting your relationship then that's when you set boundaries and you just sacrifice the way you are engaging with the other person you're changing the way you're interacting with the connections that are harming your relationships sacrifice unhealthy habits that weren't originally good for you but now they're creating more harm and affecting your partner so if you're doing unhealthy habits then sacrifice those for the highest good of the relationship. Sacrifice good for great. Make sure that you're only improving in your relationship, not declining. So sacrifice the things that are meh, okay in your life so that you can give more time to enjoy the fruitfulness and the amazing experience of your relationship. So all in all, we want to make sure that our relationship is not our entire existence. A relationship, again, it's just there to amplify the relationship you already have within yourself. It should not be your entire life. And that's what some people make it a lot of times. And we want to make sure that we're steering clear of that and we're protecting our needs. But relationships are really important also because they help us 
develop ourselves further as a person. We learn more, we become more whole within ourselves, and we experience one of the greatest experiences of life, which is love and being able to love another person on a deeper level. We're going beyond just ourselves because although this podcast is very much focused on self-love, it is because of the relationships we have. How we relate to ourselves is how we relate to others. So healing that self-love first is always going to be your biggest priority because now we can actually enjoy relationships for what they're there for, which is to add to our lives, okay? So that is, in a nutshell, how to get your needs met in a relationship. I know there's so many other ways to get your needs met, but as long as you're keeping that communication, you're showing what you like, you're sharing what you like, you're providing that clarity on what you don't like, you are being true and authentic, you're honoring yourself in the process, you're setting proper boundaries, you're taking care of the responsibilities that are for you, not someone else's responsibilities that they're responsible for. And it's really important to take this seriously because this is what leads into others cheating because they're still trying to get certain needs met, but we've all taken responsibility for the wrong responsibilities or we're in a relationship where we're just not able to really provide what that other person is looking for. That other person really isn't able to provide what we're looking for. And again, you should not have to do anything really outside of what you normally do. Finding a match, finding the right person is just that. It's finding a match and having that other person compliment you, where you compliment each other. Where we go wrong is when we see an outer shell of what we like. We see a couple of things that make us feel warm and cozy, but then there's so many other things that are missing, but then we try to make it work. We try to make it fit. Maybe we have found our ego mate where that person is meeting all of our expectations of the ego and not our spirit, not our mental and our soul. And that is where we go wrong because we are now trying to make something fit that should not have fit in the first place. And nobody can meet anybody's expectations under those limitations. And then on the flip side of that, let's say that you don't feel comfortable with the cheating. That goes against who you are. That goes against what you believe in morally, but you still aren't getting your needs met. And now you feel depressed. You feel depleted. The relationship is going nowhere. It's very stagnant. It's time to really be honest with yourself and say, is a relationship working? Because it can work with someone else. So take some time today to just go through and think about what you need in a relationship in order to feel that love and enjoyment, fulfillment. And it's just, ah, it feels so great. It feels like a love you've never felt before. Even if you're still with that person, we have to know what it is we really, really want and we really, really need in order to fully thrive in that relationship. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you want to connect and chat about this even more, then definitely feel free to follow me at I am Lindsay Christian on Instagram and also be sure to follow and subscribe so that you can receive new episodes on topics to fulfill your life with joy, love, peace, and loving yourself on a deeper level. Get ready to live your best 
life. I'm so excited for all of you to start living the life that you want to live and to truly own your power and to have the relationship that you know is really going to add to your life. So thank you so much for tuning in. This concludes our episode. Stay tuned for more.